Hi there, and welcome to the Homeschool Sisters podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Kara. And we're two homeschooling moms doing this homeschooling thing right beside you. We don't have it all figured out, but one thing we know for sure is that homeschooling is a lot easier when you have a sister by your side. Hey, Kara. Hey, Kate. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I'm excited because it's the best time of the year. <laughs> <laughs> that Target commercial. <laughs> it's the homeschool planning time of the year. Okay. Yay. And we get lots of questions. Um, I mean, people ask me all the time, what are you doing for math? What are you doing for this? What are you doing for that? And so we were talking about it and we just decided we're going to tell everybody, right? <laughs> Bonus episode. Yeah, a little bonus episode. We're going to talk about what we're using this year. Um, disclaimer, we're not going to talk about everything we're using. <laughs> no. <laughs> We'd be here forever. Because that would take forever. But some of our favorite things and the things that we're like really excited about. Um, and for the first time that I can remember in, this is our eighth year, I think, we're going into, I'm super excited about math. So fun. I'm actually excited about math too, and yeah. it's not usually my thing. Yeah, me either. I'm the I'm the English girl. I'm the like, yeah, the B A, not the E too, <laughs> not the science and <laughs> and math girl. So um, yeah, so it's kind of exciting. But uh, what are you guys gonna do for math this year? Um, so we do... We're starting with, I should say, because this is what we're starting with, right? Not necessarily what we're going to do for the whole right. year. So with math, we dabble um, mainly because I'm a little bit paranoid about math because of my back background and not feeling... I always did well in it, but I memorized for the test and then it was lost. So I don't want my kids to have that. Um, so it's probably my... my, uh, my my most concerned area, I think like a lot of homeschoolers. So we actually have a lot of curriculum that we switch between throughout the year. Um, so for my oldest, he does Beast Academy, Life of Fred, and Khan Academy, and my youngest do Life of Fred, Singapore, and we're gonna try Right Start this year. But what I'm excited about is this summer, I read Let's Play Math by Denise Gaskins and her other two books, which I will link to, but I can't think of their names off the top of my head. And as someone who loves games and loved math games anyway, it was totally up my alley and got me excited about doing more um, fun, hands-on math sorts of activities, either linked to storybooks or games or games that are on her site and in her book. And so I think I'm going to make that part of our morning time just so that it's like a fun way to start off math before you get into the nitty gritty stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be fun. Well, and we should um, tell everybody the ages of our kids probably so they know a little oh. bit, like, <laughs> what we're talking about for... Um, that would be really helpful. <laughs> just just because, I mean, some of these things like, um, like Life of Fred, um, mm. I mean, that goes across the spectrum, you know, yeah. and we've used Life of Fred. I, I love Life of Fred. <laughs> Gosh, I've used it across other subjects too. Yeah, yeah. There, um, I don't even know what it's called, but his re learning to read books. Yeah, the like language arts series. Language that he art did. Ones, I've used yeah. those a little too. Yeah. Mm. So my oldest is gonna be eight and a half. My middle, my daughter, will be seven in November, and my youngest is turning five in a couple weeks. Wow. Okay. So and then my kids are nine and twelve. So we're covering like 
four to 12. <laughs> yes, that's good. That's a good range. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we are um, going to take a little break from Life of Fred. We did it all of last year. Loved it. It's, it's so fun. We just do it together. We do it pretty informally, um, talking things out and everything, but I really like it. But we're going to start with something else this year, and it is like blowing my mind. I'm so excited about it. <laughs> it's called, it's from Simply Charlotte Mason. So you can get it at simplycharlottemason.com if it sounds good to you. And it's called Your Business Math Series. Oh, no and way. my kids have each picked one out. My daughter is going to do a pet store <gasps> and my son is going to do a bookstore. And you learn math through running a business. So you learn no. to write checks, okay. sales tax, pay the bills, um, you know, like multiplication, you're doing inventory. Um, and I'm just, I'm so excited about it. I heard it from um, Sarah McKenzie. She did a Facebook Live that we might be able to find um, and link to it where she talks about everything she's using this year. And I knew that my daughter was going to flip for it. So I right away got on to order it. And then I asked my son, because he's the 12-year-old, and I was like, do you think this would? And he was like, bookstore, yes. So they literally like cannot wait to start school because of math this year, which is bananas to me because normally we are not That's genius. Like this is going to be dangerous for me, this podcast. I know I right now. <laughs> I know. And this is why, um, like I have my big picture planning page in my bullet journal yes. because like for things like this, so when I start good ideas. Things, I just write it down because I'm like, okay, I can't buy everything today. Um, we have a neighbor down the street and he's like our homeschooling mentor. I talk about them a lot on my site. Yeah. He, when he was young, when he first started homeschooling, we have a lot of consignment stores near here. He rented a booth and he started a business and he still does it to this day and it pays for all of his like, um, he likes remote control cars and he like, like I shouldn't even call them that. They're like he makes his own remote control cars yeah. and um, it pays for that. Wow. But it started off as something at this age. Oh like my a little gosh. Side gig thing. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they are, they're super, super pumped about it. So we're doing that and then we're doing something else um, just kind of for fun. Um, it's called Murderous Maths and I heard oh, about I it from Julie Bogart. Okay. Yes. Um, now, is this a series? Oh, okay. So they have the Murderous Math series, and then there's Horrible Histories and okay. um, Horrible Geography. I think they're all the same company. Okay. All right. Because I I just got this one, and I have to read, like, the very beginning of it to you. It's so funny. It's, like, it's in Chicago. It's a city Chicago place, Luigi's Diner, and then the date, 1927. And it's, like, Benny was leaning by the jukebox waiting to mop the floor. All the tables had been cleared hours ago. All that is except one. The occupants were not meant to be hurried unless you wanted to leave in a long wooden box. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, like, this You're is going to so be quirky. a blast. This is going to be so fun. So, Yeah. Like, so fun. I'm pumped about math. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm pumped about your math. Yeah, yeah. So um, those are the couple of things we're going to start out with this year. Um, and then we'll probably jump back into Life of Fred at some point. And, we do um, it informally, too. We just do it at bedtime, and it's not even every day. So yeah. a lot of the curriculum that we use, we use it kind of like that. It's not because I get a lot of questions about how I plan, and it's more of like how are the kids doing and what are they interested in that day. So some days may be more math-heavy and some are more science-heavy. And I, I, Life of Fred is purely fun, and I don't even have them get up 
paper or pencil unless they want to, and it's just yeah. a quirky bedtime story. Yeah, that's what like we Like Bedtime do Math, too. which is another one that we like. Yeah, we, um, we finished the second one last year, and um, my kids have loved doing Bedtime Math, and it's just, it's fun. And then they have a, um, a free email that you can get yes. to. We so, do those in the morning, so I do it yeah. backwards. <laughs> we, do, we do Bedtime Math during morning time. I'll pull out. Yeah. Because I love the links and everything. They're really quirky, too. We like quirky yeah. math. Yeah, yeah. And my, my kids are really big on... Um, like math that actually makes sense in real life type of thing where and a lot of those do because they're giving you like a real life example of stuff okay. and that's a good motivator for them um just trying to do any kind of like um math facts thing we tried teaching textbooks for a while and you know it was fun for a little while because it was on the computer and then we've kind of gone a different direction but yeah yeah all right, so how about like language arts things? Okay, Brave Writer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a huge Brave Writer fan, and yes. I'm just gonna, this whole year is gonna be, we did it last year too, but it's gonna just be another Brave Writer year. We really like the lifestyle, so I'm gonna try to keep to a schedule so that Monday is music, Tuesday's poetry, Wednesday's nature, Thursday's art, Friday's free write and I'm going to do board games too. And then I'm going to, last year, we I think she technically does movie nights on Fridays or Wednesdays. I can't remember, but mm -hmm. we're going to do it Saturday because my husband's usually home. Yeah. Um, and I'm just going to uh, like incorporate writing through those. Um, last year I used Sarah's spiral notebook, mm -hmm. except we use, it, we use it a little bit differently, but we have those hard like uh, composition, hardcover composition notes that notebooks that have the space for drawing at the top and like the bigger lined yeah. spots, people who are working on handwriting and everything. Um, and I'm going to use that for the spiral notebook and the writing so that it's all in one spot. Because last year I had like a science composition notebook and a writing one and a free write and it, they all got lost. So yeah. <laughs> They're going to have one notebook, and when we fill it, I'll, that will go in their portfolio, and then we'll start the new one, and it will have everything in it. So I'm going to try that and see if it works. Perfect. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what we do, too, is we have um, – it's kind of borrowed from the Waldorf tradition. Um, we have, like, a main lesson book, but it, basically what it is is we just put everything – that we're working on, even if it's just like notes, like if they're taking notes on Life of Fred, you know, yes. just doing one thing in the corner or something, we keep it all in one place. Just, yeah, because That's like smart. you said, things get lost or, you know, we can't get started because I can't find that notebook or, yes. you know, whatever. And then we start so. another, and then I found, so I was trying to gather up everything for our portfolio recently, because I did it late this year. And I had like 17 notebooks and there's three kids and there should not be this many notebooks, but it's yeah. just someone would lose this and then find, and they were all kind of pieced together. So we're just doing one. Yeah. It's taken me three years to get to that point. <laughs> well, we just use, yeah, like the big, we have big spiral artist notebooks mm -hmm. and we just use it until it gets full and then we move on yeah. to the next one. Um, I like that. And yeah, that's been, we started that last year and that works really well. And, um, you know, they just put everything in there. They put, um, like you know, any math that we're doing, any notes on stories or books, mm -hmm. um, things that we're writing. Cause like you said, we follow brave writer stuff too. Um, so we are, we're doing a couple things. Um, Julie's book, the poetry tea time companion. Yes. Have you seen that? It's so good. And so we ordered that. Um, 
And then I also got, just for me, um, her gracious space for fall, because I have it on Kindle, and I was like, I want this in paper, <laughs> too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and she's going to be doing Facebook Live. She's going to read from it every day, and I'm like, oh, I'm man. I'm so excited about that. It's going to be like a little shot in the arm every morning. I'm She's so, so inspiring. Excited. I know. She's just the best. So I did order both of those, and those are on their way. Um for language arts. And so we're going to be doing poetry tea time. And it's, it's great listening to you talking about like how you're going to have days for things. We're doing the same thing. Um, (laughs) and I should know this by now, but I have to look, okay, so Mondays we're going to do math. So if everyone wants to just cross their fingers for us that day, but no, I think math is going to be good (laughs) this year. Get it off, go off with a bang. Yeah. And then, um, Tuesdays are our co-op day and this is like just our focus for that day. Like you do other stuff too, but Oh, that's, you know, yeah. Yeah. Because we do math. Um, we would do math every day or like, you know, there's things that we would do every day, but those are our focus for. Yes. Yeah. And Wednesdays we're going to, um, focus on art and then Thursdays we're going to do tea time and poetry. And I think, I don't think we're going to do Shakespeare right off the bat. I think we're going to do that in a little bit down the road. But I got this really beautiful book. It's um, Leon Garfield Shakespeare Stories. And I thought, you know, it's nice because you can um, go through them. They're obviously like, you know, reworked for kids. So some of the stuff that's (laughs) um, a little bit. Oh, this is dangerous, Kara. I know. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) But I'm, I'm excited about that because we can just do it as a read aloud. Um, and you know, not something where we have to be like diving into a whole huge play, you know, Mm -hmm. type of thing. Um, but if we were going to do that, (laughs) (laughs) I have to do a plug for, um, the Folger Shakespeare series. Um, and what I do is I read these myself and then it just helps me to understand because this is so cool. So I'm, I'm showing Kate, but nobody at home can see it. But if you could, you would see that on one side, it's the actual like play. And then on the other side, it helps you figure out what different words mean, oh different, gosh. you know. So it, it helps like with your own comprehension. I, it's like a Cliff Notes for moms. It is. And so, um, I, you know, if we're going to do like a specific play, I read these so I can kind of, I have more of an understanding so that yes. hopefully I can share that with my kids a because little bit. Because it's been a while. It has. Yeah. And, and I will say that I did not, I didn't read a lot of Shakespeare when I was like in high school and stuff. Did you do? We did. I covered a bunch, but I mean, it's been a while since I, since I have, but if you're doing yeah. Shakespeare, <laughs> we did a little bit of Shakespeare last year and we did, um, how to teach your kids. Shakespeare was really fun where they were mm-hmm. memorizing different lines and that was really fun for them. And there is an animated Shakespeare, um, DVD set really? that you need to get. It's <gasps> fantastic. Oh, it's good. All different types of animation. So like there's claymation and really, yeah, you have to, you have to get it. Oh, yeah, you, okay. You have to link to that in the show notes because I will, <laughs> I wasn't planning to talk about that. So I don't even know then like what it's called, but I will yeah. put it in the show notes. It's okay. really, your kids would love it. My oh, kids, awesome. Very, very it. cool. Yeah. Um, and then I think I was going through all the different days Friday. Um, we're going to do free write Fridays too. And, um, the thing that really got me super excited about that was um, 
when Pam Barnhill talked to Julie Bogart on her I'm trying to think your your morning basket mm-hmm. podcast because Pam has three podcasts so I always I have know. to think which one was it because I listen to all of them because they're all amazing they're all good um and so it was on that one and just listening to her I was like yes 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 this is what we need to do I love her approach to writing with your kids I um too. I mean, it, it just... You have a free write book from her that I can link to, too, and I, I don't know the title of it, but I printed it out because it's so good, and I like that it gives... I, I just let my kids pick from it, so there was one that my oldest was obsessed with because you drew... A, he, he's very artistic and very, like, he's got that engineer brain, so you picked a piece of furniture in your house, and you drew a diagram of it, and then you wrote about it, and, like, little details and discoveries, and we have my grandmother's old sewing machine that, like, you know, looks like a table and then you pop it up yeah he he did so much writing that one day like for an hour and a half was just lost in this that's what I love is that it's fun yeah yeah definitely they're writing and they don't even it's not like here write three sentences about right yeah (laughs) it's fun yeah so I'm I'm excited about that and then um our first read aloud that we're gonna do this year um is from the mixed up files of Mrs. Basil E. Frankweiler. And there's an arrow guide to go with this. So I've got the arrow guide and we've been doing those too. So um I love it. Yeah, so that's gonna be really fun. I'm I remember this book from when I was growing up and yeah. there's a couple things in there that um are you know, what do, I don't know what year this came out, but <laughs> they're a little more like 1980s or whatever. <laughs> There's a couple references, so I've been waiting to share this one with my kids, but I think they're ready for it. So, I yeah. love rereading books yeah. that I read as a child with my kids. Yeah, it came out in the 70s. So, oh, 60s. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. No yeah. way. Yep. So that's our language arts, and then of course lots and lots of books. Yes. We actually one more language arts thing we're doing is yeah. the Michael Clay Thompson Grammar Island. Um, we don't do oh. it every day, but we do, I just work it in here and there. So I feel like I'm getting some more of the, like, um, he does it in a fun way too, as fun as grammar can be. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cause I was looking at daily grams. Have you seen those? No. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's like a daily, <laughs> a yeah. daily gram. No. Um, it's, it's <laughs> like a little daily, just a short, um, little grammar lesson but right i just sprinkle it talking in talking about fun i might have to look at that because daily grams looks like it could be fun but um mm-hmm. i i yeah i'm gonna look for, at all my options <laughs> we also do a word of the week and we write it on the kids bathroom mirror and then we really? try to and i make it like a goofy something goofy and then we try to see how many times we can use it correctly during the week oh that's awesome <laughs> Oh, I love working like in like competition. Yeah, like natural. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Learning that way. Yeah. yeah. And um I it's something that like I just it makes my morning is your coffee and books. Every oh my morning gosh. I get up that and I'm my like, kids thing. coffee and, and books. Do you know that that came out of failure because I could not wake up before my kids in the dead of winter this winter? I was just like, I just couldn't do it. And I'm usually a morning person and the winter just got to me. It was too cold and too dark and I'd wake up and I wouldn't feel like I was on my game, and so I just did what 
I, I used to push math because I felt like we needed to get math done. Yeah. But then I switched and I was like, why don't I just start with what I'm good at and I feel confident in and I don't need a lot of copy to read a book aloud to my kids because it's just kind of our thing. And it turned into this like really cool thing. And I'm trying to be more, I mean, we always read good books, but I'm trying to be more intentional about, you know, we have, maybe we've been a little light on math this week, so we're going to read math storybooks, or maybe we've been light on science. So we'll do this because I have really good, there's so many good picture books out there that you can cover any topic. Um, so I'm just going to be a little bit more in, in games too, intentional about which games and which storybooks we're reading on which days, given the, what it, whatever else is going on. Well, you're so good at finding those books, though. How do you... Because I just still my I'm just from a you. nerd. So <laughs> <laughs> how do you find nerd. all these books? <laughs> I'm just a nerd. Um, I don't know. I just... I've loved ki- children's books since before I had kids. And I had... Before I had kids, I had my own children's book library. And I just, like, really, like books and I do a little like very low-key family book club online and yes. the my little poppies book club right and people yeah can and sign we up just for it on Facebook yeah. yeah and I just like I don't know I just seek out and find them okay <laughs> yeah yeah because I can't I a lot of times I find it on um I see something on Instagram that you're sharing with your kids that day and I screenshot it and then I go to the yes. library and I go through all my screenshots yes <laughs> I started doing coffee and books and then people were like, you need to keep, I was getting actual emails from people being like, can you please keep doing that? Um, and show us what you're reading. And I'm not always good at it. Cause I haven't, we do it every morning, but sometimes I haven't had my coffee <laughs> just, and I forget. So, I mean, we yeah. read a lot of really good stuff and I try to do a weekly roundup email and people have been asking me to put more of what we're actually reading aloud in there. So this week I did, and I don't know whether I can keep up with that, but I'm going to try to like, you know, here are some really good books that we read this week. And this is why, you know, like this week we read a really cool book about, um, women getting the right to vote. And these two women traveled the country, like the whole, um, all around the country, just in their little yellow car back when, you know, cars would get stuck in mud and you could, you know, there'd be a goat in your way. And it was just (laughs) fun, you know, with the election coming up, a fun way to keep it um, safe for kids and fun for yes. kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause that's, that's a little tricky, like current events with kids right now. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the election. Yeah. It's hard to find a, a spot. Yeah, but you want them to be aware that it's happening and the yeah. history. Of it and yeah. You know. And the, the process is really yeah. fascinating. Um, it is. We had a, Oh gosh. Um, I'll have to look up what the book was. Um, there's one that we read that was really good and it was about um like a little girl running for class president and so that was really good because it talked about the whole electoral process and I don't have it in front of me but we can link to it in the show notes and um it was really sweet and a good way to approach the election when yeah (laughs) then just because I and then I'll stop talking about picture books because I could talk about them forever I just got this week Ada Twist Scientist Oh, Revere engineer and Iggy Peck architect. Yes. It's phenomenal. It's the best. I love all of those books. It is the best one yet. And I'm obsessed with it. I started crying when I read it. <laughs> it was so good. If you have a kid like that, like you're just, I was like crying. And then I read it to the kids at 
dinner and then I had my husband I read it to my husband when he got home it was so good so people are gonna have to get that and read it yeah. for science this year and I I love picture books even though my kids are older because a lot of people it's funny I'll go to the library and I'll have this stack of picture books on hold and they'll look at me you know and I've got a 12 year old and nine year old and they're like where's your other little kids but <laughs> I think yep. the picture books are a fantastic way to you know introduce some concepts or mm -hmm. to talk about um like different historical things. I mean, I I still use picture books a lot, and that's what we do. We read them together in the mornings, yeah. and um, that's what I hope to keep doing when they're older, if they'll let me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep at it, because so far my kids haven't noticed. <laughs> Mom, <laughs> they haven't noticed um, that you know it's anything different than what anybody else would do. So, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. All right, so let's see. What about? Um, Science, history, what are you guys doing for those kinds of things? Um, so science, I'm trying something new, and I hope I have the title right, but it was it's been highly recommended to me consistently by friends. It gets awesome reviews on Amazon, and it covers um, a range of grade levels, and it's called Building Foundations of Scientific Understanding, and it sounds really boring, <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> like, okay. I wish I had it here to show you, but it's just very... Um, it's just a book with a lot of, it covers every area of science, so not just life science, but like everything, and lots of experiments and just fun, easy, hands-on things you can do with kids. In the, there's a K, I'm going to say there's a K through three maybe, and then there's another book, and there may even be more. I was just looking for our grade level, but I mean, it gets phenomenal reviews. He's... Um, and I'm blanking on the author's name. This is terrible, but I'm really excited about that. Because I've been looking for, we do very, we do a lot of nature. So we do exploring nature with children, which I know you've tried too. Yes. And I yeah. love it. Um, I do too. And other than that, we just kind of, we're, we're, we watch videos and we look things up on YouTube and we do kitchen science and things like that. But I wanted to be more intentional and I didn't want the typical science textbook because I think they're boring. Oh my gosh. And, you yeah, know, we, we were, were talking about this before <laughs> we even got on the air. Yeah. But I thought I didn't like science as a kid. I, I know. I found it so boring. I hated it. And I love it now with my kids. Can I tell and, the bean thing? Like I yeah. never... Yeah. I never did even the bean experiment. We were Kate and I were talking about this. I never even did the bean exp like where you grow the bean and it sprouts and everything. Yeah. I literally never did anything except science from a textbook from kindergarten through sixth grade. Yeah. It, yeah. So, so and so yeah, it seems boring. It doesn't seem exciting and fun and, and interesting. I about this. I hope I didn't talk about this on another podcast, but um my husband, so we get books at our, at our dump. <laughs> There's a free table. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> where we get a lot of our books and people just, you know, they're done with their books. We do the same thing. You dump all the books yeah. that you're done with and you take free books. And he, when we first started homeschooling, um, scored three science textbooks and I looked them up on Amazon and one was grade two, one was grade three and one was grade four. So initially I was like, super, like well, right. I'll just eat these and we'll do them. Yeah. But if open them up, and you compare them, and I did, I have a photo somewhere of all three next to each other with the table of contents. They all cover the exact same thing. Yeah. Just yeah. a little bit, you I know, think a it's little really, bit more. I mean, I don't, I don't know, but, but I would think it would be really hard to teach science in a classroom setting to little kids if, you know, unless you had um, 
a really great budget for fun experiments. And <laughs> of um, so, so yeah. this textbook is nothing like the textbook you had in second and third grade. Oh, but, awesome. So, I like it a lot more. Okay. And we're also doing Groovy Lab in a Box because I'm obsessed. I, I know you love it's it. It's one of the first bits <laughs> we stumbled on when we started homeschooling. It is amazing. It, it covers, I mean, you cannot possibly do, it's not a box that you open and you're done in two hours. It keeps you going. It's got tons of extension activities. My kids have never had one that they haven't been obsessed with. It includes everything. We did a weather station one time. I always joke about this and you needed a dime and a strand of human hair and they were both in there. <laughs> there was there a strand of human hair. hair. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Several. Yes. Because yeah. we have done the science kits in the past where it's like, you just need a few things from around your house, yeah. a straw, a number two pencil, and like a two liter soda bottle. And I'm like, oh shoot, we don't have a straw or a two liter soda bottle. Yeah. So this has everything. <laughs> and not only that, like I could gush about them forever, but they're very green. So they even, I feel like a lot of monthly kits you get, and then I feel bad because a lot of the stuff doesn't, we don't reuse it and it just kind of goes right. in the trash the next week. Yeah. This one, they even use the box. So they'll have challenges where the cha the end challenge, you're using the box to make something. That's awesome. Everything yeah. is recycled or compostable. Like it's just very green and it's created, it's a women company, which I like too. And it's yeah. not like nothing gets the color pink, but it's not like you know, girls come do this, but it's something that girls will want to do too. It's just a really yeah. well thought out, smart monthly kit that I will be doing as long as my kids want to do it. Cause it's amazing. Yeah. So we'll do that. Too. Okay. And that's our, those three things are our real science this year. What about you? You know, um, we have spent the summer doing a lot of science stuff because we can get outside and mm -hmm. my kids love all the hands-on stuff and like the solar s'mores oven and um, that, that we talked so about, you know, making the massive bubbles um, and then just like hiking and a lot of natural science. And like you said, the um, Exploring Nature with Children book mm -hmm. is wonderful and it's based on um, the, oh gosh, is it Anna something, Comstock? Comstock. Um, I'm blanking on the name of the book. It starts with a B. <laughs> it's the handbook. The handbook of nature study. Yes. Yes. Anna and Botsford Comstock. That I... sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. <laughs> we'll go with that. It's really good. <laughs> and it's a book that I got forever ago and I had read so much about it and I desperately wanted to use it with my kids, but I didn't know how until I got exploring nature um, with children and um, which is written by a homeschool mom. So I love that too, you know, just I being able to use um, something that, you know, a mom wrote from her heart, you can tell. Um, and so that's been really great for us doing that. And um, so this is kind of going off topic a little bit, but not a whole lot. So my son is very unschool, like uh, he identifies as an unschooler. He's very, that's very important to him that he has direct, you know, some direction over his education and stuff. So I've been trying to figure out cause he's going into seventh grade and my thing I've been saying all summer is I can't decide whether I'm freaking out about that or not because it seems <laughs> like, you know, more responsibility or something or like a big transition. Mm -hmm. Really, I've talked to my friends who have kids that are like in high school now and they're like, it's not that much different. Keep doing what you're doing, you know? Right. But I wanted to have a little bit more of a hold on what he's doing because 
he has always been the type of kid who will like go to the library he'll find an encyclopedia he will curl up in his room for three hours with an encyclopedia and he will read it and he will you know quote back things that are just incredible things for his brain to hold on to I don't know how he does it right but there hasn't really been a way for me to feel like I could track that or know what was going on so I found this thing online that I'm really excited about it's by um the thinking tree company and they do all kinds of really cool like it's another you know mom who was a homeschooler who Mm -hmm. um came up with all this stuff and i have the homeschooling handbook for moms that i use it just looks so fun it it is and um i mean there's all across the spectrum every subject they've got a book for um and so one of the things that they have is this thing called a 10 subject portfolio and my son and I are going to use it this year and there's like a page where you know you have a subject and it's like history for instance and then it says like these are the four books that I'm working on in history and so you write down the names of the books and then you can take notes about them and there's like just kind of a place to put it all Mm -hmm. which gives me a little bit of peace of mind so um what I was thinking is that he you know we've done so much of this nature stuff but he's really into technology so we're going to do a little bit more um like in the winter instead of doing science it's going to be more technology and he's going to do like some programming and um computer-based stuff that he's really interested in he wants to make like yeah work on building a computer and stuff so um and then i'm really intrigued by groovy lab in a box (laughs) because i've been trying to figure out um you know something with my my daughter um so i'm i might be looking into that in the next couple of weeks here it's real it's worth every cent and i so i hide them (laughs) when they come (laughs) because we all get excited about it but it's something parents at the age of the kids my kids are at you need to be there like you're going to want to be there anyway because it's interesting but you need to be there a little bit to help with some of the stuff yeah but um it's it uses up a whole chunk so we'll often do it on a weekend like if my husband's working i'll pull it out i hide them and then i pull them out strategically and they are amazing yeah Yeah. so it's not something we do like we don't have a day where we do groovy, groovy lab in a box. It's just kind of on a whim, but it's always fun. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's important when you get one of those really cool things, but it has a bunch of pieces and <laughs> you want to make sure that you're kind of keeping track of everything, like History Unbox, which we've both yes. used, yes. Um, which is a great resource for hands-on history. My the kids love art it. Our projects are like the highest quality, mm-hmm. you know, type of art projects um i mean we made these like awesome um statues of like chinese warriors doing that we made like these cool pots um out of clay so really really good Mm -hmm. quality stuff um and it just makes it so accessible for little kids we just we did one this week and it's julius caesar and they made their own laurel wreaths and i have like the cutest pictures of them that i'm actually gonna frame yeah yeah they're really (laughs) really fantastic they came out really good yeah and we had an audio this month came with um jim weiss was doing Uh, audio reading i love that like it's just it's always fun to open up and see what's going to be in there yeah and it's not always the same 
you know, which is nice too. You don't exactly know what's going to be in there. So no, it's a surprise. Yeah. So that's really cool. I've enjoyed doing History Unboxed. And um, one of the things I really like about them too is that they do a kit for younger kids. And then um, we do like, a, they have an add-on program. So my mm -hmm. older child gets just a couple different materials that are geared toward his age group. And then my younger one gets things that are geared toward her age group. Perfect. And it works really well because we can do it all together, but everybody's learning Got their thing. Like where they're at a little bit. And so it's, yeah, that's been really good. I love that. Yeah. Another homeschool mom. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Supporting the homeschool moms. All these moms great homeschool moms. Yeah. 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 So I guess jumping into history, the other thing we're doing is Jamie's book, Give Your Child the World. Yep. I, that's my whole geography this year like our spines yeah yeah so we all this summer we've been slowly but surely going through the first the multicultural books and then mm -hmm. we're just going we're going to cover just any book that we can find that's included in that book and I'm going back on to simple homeschool once we start and we'll go back and do Africa and you know, you know like yeah. go just Jamie's put so many good links in there and I'm really excited about this year yeah that's what I'm gonna do too, and I'm so glad she's keeping, um, she's keeping that up there, and you can go through it at your own pace because I had big plans at the start of the summer that we were gonna be able to keep up. It's and then hard. We had camps, and then we had swim lessons, and we haven't been able to do it at that same pace. But also, there are but, so many books in each chapter that if yes. you really want to cover and make it, you know, it, there's no way. Like, we've been reading a lot of the multi... We're not even halfway through. Right, right. And yeah. my favorite teacher in, th uh, in third grade, my third grade teacher was just amazing. And I remember we did this study of China, and we ended it with, like, a feast, you know? <gasps> and it was really cute because it was, like, cream of mushroom soup, like, mixed in with, you know? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like 80s cafeteria, you know. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> but, I mean, who cares when you're, you know, uh, a, a little, like, third grade kid. You're like, my teacher planned a feast for us. Like, yes. centered around what we've been learning this year. It was, it was really good. And so Jamie has been including all these really good recipes. I can't to wait to do that. Every week. So it's like, I feel like you could go really deep. We're going this. to. We have big plans for yeah. that. And that's and um, it, it just ties in with our love of picture books. I'm just so, yeah. like, when it came out, I was like, this is the book that I wanted. Like, yes. it's just. Yeah, and I love that there's books for all ages. So, again, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, we can read the picture books together. And then for my oldest, I can give him, you know, one of the chapter books. Mm -hmm. Um that's a little bit more advanced or whatever. And he can kind of continue that with his unschooling thing, you know? Okay. Um, yeah. So it's such a good resource and yeah, I really want to dive deep too. <laughs> <laughs> cook all those foods and yeah. Um, well, speaking about cooking, that was something that I'm excited about too. Cause I, I hated to cook before this past year and I wouldn't even say that I like it now. <laughs> It's like a thing that you have to do, but something that's made it more enjoyable is including my kids. And so we do, um, and we were doing it this year and then summer came and we haven't been doing it, but each kid picks one recipe. I just give them 
access to our recipe books and they pick one that they help me make each week. And so I think I'm going to be more um, intentional about that to a recording in their spiral notebook, what they did. Like this was the meal I made, you know, yeah. Monday's my day or whatever. And then once a week or once every other week, depending on weather and stuff, um, they have their grandparents over and they do a restaurant. Oh, that's and they, awesome. They I remember together. the pictures. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, some days it's just deli sandwiches and it's a deli, but like they make a sign for it and they make a menu and there's so much writing and art and learning and math happening and cooperation and social yeah. skills. Oh, totally. <laughs> that it was yeah, such yeah. a fun thing to do. So I want to do that with Jamie's recipe. <gasps> Oh, that's yeah. perfect. Yeah. So we'll see. It'll be interesting to do a follow-up podcast oh. on how many of these great ideas we actually I know. follow through. And we have so much enthusiasm <laughs> right now. And yeah. we were talking about how we need to start coming up with a plan right now for helping moms get through like the winter slump. So November. we're working on it. <laughs> yeah. We're coming up with a plan. We're going to, we're going to do this again. And we're going to come up with all kinds of like fun, exciting yes. things to add to your homeschool when you feel like it's just miserable outside and everybody's climbing the walls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned art. I'm really excited because I've got a couple of art things too that we're going to do. Um, Alicia Hutchinson, you know, our friend Alicia Hutchinson. I was just reading your post this morning. I I need to contact her and try that too. We are doing an online art class to through flourish, but it, it's a certain, I forget. I want to say it's 10 weeks. It started already. We haven't started yet, but you can go back and do them after. So I'm planning on starting once we start school, but it's a similar type of setup, but different artists. So I'm, I'm going to contact her too. Oh good. Yeah. So you could do both. Because we love art. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is it's such a neat idea. Um, it's called studying under the masters. And so what you do is there's like videos where you watch about a specific artist and you learn about them and you see examples of their work and, um, like learn fun trivia about them and stuff. And then you see a technique and then you get to do you create know? that technique through a project. So I, I just know my kids are going to flip for that. So, That's awesome. um, yeah, so she's doing that, and I, if, if I could not love her more already, she's not starting until September 19th. That's perfect. <laughs> Which I was like, thank you so much, because I'm just not quite there yet. And yeah. it's three weeks, but you can, again, do it like at your own pace, and you have access yeah. forever. Um you know, so I you like when do it places later. do that because we will have like a really, we'll have a week where all we do is art, and we just blow through, like, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. Thing using my son is super my kids are all artistic but my oldest has always that's been his thing and it's hard and it also calms him down which I need because he's mm-hmm. <laughs> my wild child so it, it's hard to keep him in art so I'm always looking for fun we do an outside art class they they do a homeschool art class but um just we need something he needs to create yeah, well, which, and you said um, that helps calm them down. You had a really good post about calm down activities, like extracurriculars yes. <laughs> that I loved. So we'll have to link to that too, because oh. I think we could all use some calm down extracurriculars. <laughs> some more than others. This year, well, In this year life. we did a doodle diary. Yeah. I told you about this, but yes. it, I started using it myself. And it, like, it, you know that art's going to calm you down, but you don't 
you don't make space for it all the time. So whenever I feel super on edge and they're not listening and I feel like our homeschool is totally off track, I pull out those doodle diaries and we put on some music and we just, it's amazing. They never fail to calm all of us. And then it's like an automatic reset. Yeah. So we'll continue to do that this year. And that was another thing that I stumbled on out of desperation. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, here, draw something. (laughs) I just need to look. You know, that's true though. Like a a lot of days we start because the hardest part sometimes is just getting started in the day, you know? And so a lot of days we start. start. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like either with an audio, we put like an audio book on and we pull out those big notebooks I was talking about and we just draw or doodle. And then I have the, um, the homeschooling handbook for moms, um, from thinking tree. And that one is really great because it involves coloring pages. (laughs) And I, my friend got me one of those like really intricate coloring books for my birthday Mm -hmm. and these really nice markers, um, last year. And I, I thought I'm going to do this. And then of course I didn't, make time to do it for a little while and the first time I sat down to do it I was like oh my gosh it works it actually works and I can't get over it and um my daughter and I are both super into those coloring books now and um I just saw she has like the Harry Potter ones and we have that one yeah and and I just saw there's um a steampunk fashion one that I was like that's amazing we have to get that (laughs) so yeah it's just it calms us all down I find that art is something that that I when I was little, I loved to draw. And then I feel like I went to grad school and I lost like that piece Mm -hmm. of my, you just don't do it, but it feels so good to just, even if it looks crappy, it just feels good to, (laughs) you know, and you can do it with an audio book and something I forgot to mention, two things I forgot to mention that I'm excited about going back to geography. Cause you mentioned audiobooks. We, um, are doing around the world stories this year and it's yes. like a month it's so fun they I have recipes there about too. them yes it's really really fun so they cover um one country a month and you get one story a week and then there's all sorts of extension activities my kids have loved it we started a couple months ago and i'm just going to keep doing that and that's something where we'll be doing something else as we're listening and i just yeah. put it on our bluetooth in the kitchen and we'll you know draw and then another thing we've had fun with is um and super simple and easy is Hodge Southern Hodgepodge website another homeschool okay. mom she does chalk pastel tutorials and she has little ebooks and really? we did the Olympics <gasps> and did sharks during Shark Week and oh, our next cool. one is the solar system and my kids love them and it's been really fun to watch them using chalk pastels and it would never be something that I would have thought to purchase and try here myself because I don't yeah. really know how but it's been really fun and it's messy it's got that like mess factor where they're like covered <laughs> are they like downloadable books yeah yeah oh how cool yeah oh, and she great. has a whole bunch there's more those are only the three that we've started with but it's just something easy where you can be like okay you're bored or it's a rainy day yeah. or last week the kids were sick and I was like you know what you're sick the Olympics are on she has an Olympics book so let's print and we did the summer Olympics and the winter Olympics and we went through and did them all oh, that's and it was really perfect. fun and she's got fun facts like the shark one had like my kids were learning all about like the different sharks and you know yeah. It's really, it's been a very, e- I like those things that are simple, th- that are fun, that you can just kind of be like, okay, let's switch it up and, you know, let's do yeah. this. I love those back pocket things, like yes. where you can have something and on a rainy day, you can pull it out. And <laughs> sometimes those are sanity savers too, because they you are. can see things taking a turn and it's like, yes. 
One cell. I've got a, I've got a workbook, you know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, one more thing that we're going to do for art too. Um, last year we did, and these are from simply charlottemason.com too. Um, and I wouldn't describe myself as like a strict Charlotte Mason person, mm-hmm. but they just have really good resources. Um, it's the picture study portfolios. I've and seen these. They're beautiful prints and, um, it studies an artist, so it gives you, it's kind of similar to what Alicia's doing, but, um, just one artist and she's doing like the first class is three artists. Um, and so these are just one artist, but, um, we did Monet last year and I love it was very casual because like I said, I'm not super good at being a Charlotte Mason mom, (laughs) um, (laughs) but it was, it was very casual and we would just study like, um, you know, a print a week basically. And we would just talk about it a little bit. And then I would hang them up when we were done. So we could kind of have them up because they are really nice quality. This is Um, one of those things I've gone back and forth about getting so many times because I think we would love it. This is going to be seriously a dangerous podcast for me. I know. I'm already (laughs) My husband's going to call you up after. (laughs) That's the thing. That's why I said, like, that's why I have my big picture planning page because I'll write all these things down and let them percolate before I, like, put them in my Amazon cart. (laughs) Right. Um, It's it's almost dangerous nowadays because there's just so much. I'm thankful for the internet, but there are so many cool resources out there that I see people using. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard not to get that, like, what's the bright, shiny thing and get distracted by it and jump into something else. Everyone's going to have to comment on these show notes and tell us what their favorite thing is. That would be great, wouldn't it? Well, to because... get our ideas for our big picture planning pages. Oh, yeah. But the other thing I was going to ask is um, about apps that people Ooh. use. And um, because I'm going to try a little bit more like of that this year, too, because my daughter um, does Duolingo for mm-hmm. French, and she absolutely loves it. And I can't believe it's free because she's learning so much from it. Um, And you can pick all kinds of different languages and stuff. So I was going to ask for in the show notes if people have ideas for other educational apps because I'm not very good with that techie stuff. Like about as far as we get is like Khan Academy. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because we, I've told you this before, but we won an iPad (laughs) this year and we're so not a techie family, but I need to, and now that I'm officially homeschooling all three, this will be the first year that I'm starting off with three homeschooling Mm -hmm. and you know, that whole divide and conquer thing. I need a smart way to, you know. Right. Like I need to really focus on this child with this particular thing. So, Hey, how about you go do stack the States? Exactly, on which is iPad. one that I know about, but there's yeah, that's, a lot that I don't. I can yeah. say that something we really loved that we've used, and we don't use a lot on the iPad, although we will this year, is Skybrary by Reading Rainbow. Okay, yeah. It's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Really, really, yeah. really good. Yeah. My kids love it. We did that for a little while, too. Um, and then my kids kind of outgrew it a little bit, but it's oh. really, really good. And I love LaVar. I love yeah. that they include the old clips. Like, yeah. I'll sit down and watch. I'm like, I remember watching this one. (laughs) (laughs) This is old. They had like this one with like drumming on garbage cans. Do you remember? Like it was like, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is bringing back 1985. Right? Yeah. I love it. So I I would love more apps too. So that's a smart idea. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else that we skipped over that you're going to do this year? 
Well, something I'm excited about that we haven't done, we, we do a little bit of service each year, but I want to come up with a monthly service project that's kind of low pressure, but just so that we're doing something. We've been doing, um, I mentioned in a previous episode, but I read the book, uh, I'm so bad with titles and it's terrible as a book lover, but it's how not to raise a spoiled child or the the opposite of... Yes, the opposite of spoiled. Thank spoiled. you. Okay. And it's, it teaches kids to save money and you have your spend pile and your save pile and your give pile. And we've been, it, it has caused so much cool learning here just from that and taking them to Michael's and letting them spend their money on either, you know, I have one that you can see now is like a definite saver and is able to, you know, delay that gratification. And I have one that's like, how can I buy everything in Michael's and not like <laughs> leave with, you know, I don't want to leave with a cent. Yeah. Um, but I want to be more intentional about, you know, our get like what we're not just giving to the not that there's anything wrong with it, but we'll go to the farm stand and they have the, you know, the locally animal shelter mm-hmm. little box where you, they put their money in there. And that's great. But there are other causes out there and there are other things you can do. So I want to do something like each month. And I, there's yeah. a really good site called Doing Good Together. And they have tons of family friendly uh, service projects that you can do because it's hard with three little ones to teach them to volunteer when sometimes they're not volunteer yeah. friendly because they're loud and they're boisterous. So um, yeah. one thing we have found and has been really fun in the fall is we do gleaning, which is you get together with local families and you go to all, we're in like a farm town. So you go to local farms and the farms like the extra produce that they're not going to pick because they're well stocked. We pick them. So you learn about all the vegetables and what's growing in season. And then they deliver to local soup kitchens and shelters, like what otherwise would have gone bad. So that's a really cool outdoor activity that you can do with kids and they're, they can get it and they can run free and they're giving too. But I want to find more things kind of like that, that are family friendly. Yeah. Um, each month like well, so this I'll have month to keep you updated because i'm really excited my co-op is actually making that a priority this year no way. so each month they're gonna choose one project one of the girls she's like trying to volunteer because um she wants to get into harvard and um so she's calling all the soup kitchens and she's like literally i'll bring my own ladle you know <laughs> and that's what it feels like sometimes where you're like I just want to help, but right. it's it's hard with little ones. Um, and that ties into how I don't want them to be doing it just to get into college, to be able to say, right. or to me, like, I remember with yeah. me, like, our when we made our confirmation, because I was raised Catholic, you had to do that year was like a big service year. But mm-hmm. that's not really the point of service is to, like, be like, I did it here. <laughs> my proof. I want it right. to be something that they're, yeah. you know, I want them to learn now, but it's finding the appropriate thing. So I really want to yes. find something once a month and just have it be our focus so that it's not like super high pressure because you have the whole month to do it, but it's just something you're thinking about that month. Oh, I love Because I feel like we all do it at Christmas, but people need yeah stuff yeah. year round. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. Oh, what a good idea. So you give me a, your co-op can help me i will as they come up with ideas we're not in the same area unfortunately um yeah okay there's one more thing i have to plug and then i promise i'm all done (laughs) (laughs) i think Um, i am too have you seen the big fat notebooks no okay so again going with like the unschooling thing a little bit they have these big fat notebooks and it's like 
Big Fat Notebooks, Everything You Need to Know About Math. Big Fat Notebooks, Everything You Need to Know About Science. History, no American History. There's all the, it's a series. And I'm really excited about that because those are the kinds of things that my son just devours. And like yes. I said, now I kind of have a way to track that a little bit. So we're going to do um, some of those too, the Big Fat Notebooks. And I think we're going to do American History first. Um, and they just look really good. They're very affordable. They're like, I think like 10 bucks. They're on Amazon. Really? So yeah. And do you, are they books or are you writing in them? I believe they're books, but kind of the way they're written looks a little bit like... Like a notebook? Yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. So... Um, I'm going to be on Amazon in a few minutes. Oh. <laughs> Checking things. I know. Adding to the wish list. It's going to be funny because I'm going to buy all the things you said. You're going to buy the things <laughs> I said. It's going to be chaos. All right. Well, your math blew my mind. Oh, I know. Well, that's, that's the thing. When I heard about it from Sarah, I was like... I could not head over to that site fast enough. Yeah. I had that feeling like, what if everybody else is going to buy it too? <laughs> <laughs> I got to get them. Yeah. But it's so. just so smart because you want them thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's good. I'm looking forward to this school year. And I am too. I have all kinds of enthusiasm now. And I know there's going to be a dip. There always is. In November, February at least. Yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I forgot one like quirky, funny thing that we're doing is we're yes. going to, the four, the four of us, not my husband, he's making fun of us for this. We're going to learn to play the ukulele. <laughs> you are. We're taking a 10 week session just locally and oh, I'm so excited about it. Like oh as a goodness. family, it's a parent kid class. You get to be like a little family band. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. I'm taking the show on the road. Okay. <laughs> I've never played an instrument aside from the recorder and I always wanted to. So I'm like totally excited. Even if it only lasts 10 weeks, it'll be 10 weeks of ukulele. It'll be fun. That's fantastic. Yeah, something you have fun. To all buy ukuleles? Um, she has them there, and I think, I think you get one for the sign-up price. Perfect. But we have lefties and righties, and I don't know enough about ukuleles. I'm guessing that's going to be if it's that's like a guitar. So I don't know. Okay. Well, you, have to, you have to post some, some videos. We need not just pictures. We're going to need, like, the audio and everything for this. <laughs> I'll post something. And I love how your husband's like, I'm not doing it. Okay. Well, I told him after we had already signed up because I knew he would be like, come on. But I was like, how fun is this? Like, it's our art teacher who I love, um, who teaches my kids art. And she has worked with my son. Like, she just saw something in him very young. And she's a local artist, very low key, um, had special needs kids growing up and just, like, is so awesome with kids of all varying abilities. Love her. So she was like, oh, one of the best things we did growing up was my daughters and I took ukulele lessons down, you know, at the street. And I was like, what? And she was like, oh, they still do it. And they have, like, a local travel band of I was like what I need to do this so I went home and I signed up for it I was you know Good for you we'll see if we like it if we don't I we don't that. and yeah yeah and it's something my youngest can do because he's young for lessons but he's probably my most musical kid so yeah. like he can kind of participate with us oh good for you that's awesome school year that's gonna be fun yeah so all right you know what? Are we, even though it's a bonus podcast, are we doing something that's making us happy? Oh, I will happily do that. Okay. What's making you happy? Background <laughs> band last night at Fenway Park. Yay! I, I, it was amazing. Yeah. He played my two most favorite songs. 
and it was just an amazing night. And I have Kenny Chesney on Saturday, and it's my favorite day of the year. It's my Christmas. Aw, <laughs> yay. So, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Like the best week ever. Yeah. <laughs> and you were saying live music, like, really reinvigorates you, right? And That I'm just makes me so happy. Yeah. And I, it was funny, because um, Zach even said last night, he was like, you need to take, toward the end of the show, he was like, you need to take what you're feeling right now and pack it up and put it in an envelope and save it in your back pocket. And I was like, how, but how can you do that? Because it lasts like, yeah. you know, I would pull it out in February. I'd be like, right? Yeah. But it is. That's that's my thing that just, I was like, this yeah. just shows that we need to do more concerts. Yeah. 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 So what about cool. you? Exact opposite. I'm going to go with <laughs> joggers. The new sweatpants. <laughs> These are the new sweatpants because you can kind of get away with wearing them like more, you know, like they're not like the Hanes, you know, like old style, you know, look like. Are you wearing them now? You could either be a child or you could be like an eight year old man and you're still wearing the exact same sweatpants, you know, they're, they're, they have cuffs so you can get away with it. And sometimes if you're really lucky, they have pockets. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Which is even better. And I've seen people wearing them with like heels and stuff and like really wearing them outside of their house. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I would kill myself if I tried to wear heels, first of all. And second of all, like they're still sweatpants. I mean, <laughs> who are you kidding? If you can buy them for $20 at Target, they're still sweatpants. But they're super comfortable. And yeah, you can wear them for everything. Comfortable pants. And they make the me best. happy. Like, I get home and I'm like, changing into my joggers. It's like the best part of my day. So, yeah, everybody go buy yourself a pair of joggers and let's get ready for an awesome homeschool year. I love it. Okay, so you can find all of these books and we're sorry. <laughs> We're sorry to your Amazon cart. And I have 12 things on my Amazon cart right now. It's terrible. Oh, I can't even look. Yeah. I can't even look. And those are just the things that I haven't moved to save for later. Sometimes so, I'm always, yeah. I always hope that I forget. Like, have you ever accidentally like, <laughs> just clicked because you needed to buy, like, you know, whatever, cleanser. And right? then all of a sudden something else comes and you're like, yeah. oh. Yes. It's a surprise from Amazon <laughs> because they love me. <laughs> Yeah. So I tell you for the longest time, my kids, this is why I got that book. My kids were like, it was near Christmas and the UPS man, who's very nice. We have a very friendly UPS man. He showed up and he left. And my son was like, he is the nicest man to always be giving us these boxes. And I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that nice man is not giving us those boxes. So I was like, we need to learn. That is a very nice man. He, he is, he's a very nice boxes. Man. That's when I was like, we need to learn a little bit more about spending and saving and working. And <laughs> they I don't wish it worked that way. You're in your yeah. driveway I, as much as I wish they did. No, we were so excited yesterday to get our math books because I knew they were coming that the dog started barking. So I knew the mailman was coming down the street and my daughter and I like ran outside to meet him. He was just, I, I'm sure. I mean, he's again, sweetest man ever, but there's got to be a little part of him that's like, all right, nerds, here you go. Because he's like, what are you so excited about? And I was like, math books. <laughs> yeah. It is such an exciting time of year, though. I wish you could it save is. this feeling and just sprinkle it. Like Zach said, 
put yeah. it in an envelope and pull it out in November yeah. and February. But well, you, Zach is a wise man. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So again, we apologize to your checkbook and not that people have checkbooks anymore, debit cards and your Amazon <laughs> cart. But you can find all these links at thehomeschoolsisters.com. And thank you. This thank you. That was really fun. <laughs> really, <All> right. really. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. Take care. All right. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We'd love to answer your question next, so head to our site, thehomeschoolsisters.com, and click on Ask Us a Question. We share posts over there, too, and you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. We'd also love it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes so we can connect with more sisters out there. And until next time, remember, you got this, sister. <laughs>